You'd think that as a video game podcaster and comedian, my life is all fun and games. And honestly, you'd be right. About 90% of the time, it's, it's pretty sweet. But every morning, I deal with something very, very serious. My face. You don't become an Edmonton 6 overnight. It takes work. And in my case, it takes good facial hair. And fortunately, I have a great facial hair tag team partner in Harry's. Hit up harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set and see what I'm talking about. Harry saw the tire fire that the shaving market had become and asked, how did it get like this? Crappy plastic razors, overpriced blades, all locked up like gold bars. And they said, no, we... We can fix this. And damn it, they did. Harry's ships premium quality razors right to your door. About once a month, I check my mail and there's that little box with everything I need to keep my kid presentable status. The blades stay sharp longer, which means an easier time getting my face in order in the morning. And the razors don't look like a dumb piece of plastic that a junior high schooler uses to take care of their peach fuzz. You have the facial hair of a man now. Shave like one. I actually leave my razor handle on the bathroom counter all the time just because it looks so damn classy. Harry's blades are German engineered and they're made to last. They're the best blades on the market for the best price and you don't even have to go out to get them. Set your delivery schedule and shave like a king. I know it sounds sarcastic, but I'm being serious. I've used Harry's forever. These blades are really freaking good. Highest reviews in the industry. A money back guarantee that you're not going to need and a subscription that you can cancel anytime you want. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game. It is my retro gaming podcast where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and we geek out about the games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you so much for listening to the show. And this week it is episode 222. And in hindsight, I just thought of this. It probably would have made sense to talk about a sequel of some kind. One of the games that ends in the number two. But we didn't do that because we're not professional around here. We're actually going to talk about a game that is very near and dear to my heart, despite the fact that it is not really just very good at all. Uh, We're talking the infamous Bubsy in Claws Encounters of the Third Kind. Bubsy's weird because he's a relic of the 90s when so many game studios were trying to come up with the next Sonic and everyone just seemed to have some shitty, stupid animal mascot. There was Bubsy the Bobcat, Arrow the Acrobat, Gex the Gecko, Crash Bandicoot, the bandicoot that stupid croc thing and obviously none of them even came close to sonic's level i would argue crash bandicoot probably got the closest but bubsy has just lived on albeit kind of as a meme but bubsy is the cat that just refuses to die and i and i don't entirely get why i've only played bubsy one and two on the snes neither one is really that good well 
Well, Bubsy 2 isn't awful. We'll talk about that on an episode someday. But the first Bubsy game, that should have been it. It's a mediocre platformer with a stupid mascot that's not really very good. It should have been one and done. But if you grew up playing it, like, you get it, right? It wasn't good, but it... It wasn't bad. I Maybe it was the crazy marketing push. Maybe it was that stupid voice, the bright graphics, the yarn balls, that ridiculous shirt with the exclamation point on it. For whatever reason, I have a soft spot for Bubsy. And we're going to talk about it this week with my buddy Keeks, who also, for some unexplainable reason, has a soft spot for Buzzy, Bubsy. And we, we both think it's a bad game that's kind of good in a weird way. And we'll get there in just a minute because speaking of bad stuff that's kind of good in a weird way, it's time for another edition of the Remember the Game infamous intro. And if you're new to the podcast, welcome aboard. Consider this your warning. Your intros are kind of long, but they're fun and they're better than Bubsy. <laughs> they, they probably are just, just give them a chance like what could possibly go wrong and Bubsy fans know that quote you'll know by the end of this episode you'll understand that no, but seriously though if you do want to skip it go about 30 minutes up the road you'll be into the Bubsy chat listen this is normally where I do my plugs and I am going to do them but I got to get this one out of the way up front because it is easily the most important plug of the year this weekend assuming you're listening to this episode between when did this go live? Between Wednesday, November 9th and Saturday, November 12th. Assuming you're listening, or I guess the morning of Sunday, November 13th. If you're listening to it before then, I am streaming video games this weekend for 24 straight hours over on Twitch to raise money for the Stollery Children's Hospital here in Edmonton. It is an incredibly important hospital to the entire province of Alberta. It's a world-class facility. They take care of kids from all over this province. Uh, and as someone that spent a lot of time in hospitals as a kid because of my asthma and, uh, you know, the stupid things that I did, uh, the Stollery Children's Hospital is very near and dear to my heart. So my goal is to raise $15,000 for the Stollery Children's Hospital. My girlfriend and I will be donating almost $3,000 out of our own pocket from our Patreon, which I'm going to get to in the Patreon plugs in just a second. But I would love it if you could swing by. If you want to donate, 20 bucks is all it's going to take for you to be entered into some prize draws. I'll be giving away some Remember the Game merchandise. I'll be giving away video games. I'll be giving away signed posters. And I'll also be running an auction for the duration of my 24-hour stream and whoever places the highest bid will donate that money to my stream i'm not getting it you'll be donating it right through extra life to the stollery children's hospital and upon the donation of your winning bid you will be buying the chance to be my guest on an episode of remember the game in the year 2023 and i'm gonna lift the restriction curtain a little bit on the games that can be covered but that's why i'm running the poll or running the auction during my 24-hour stream so you can ask me about games and whether or not they're eligible and everything uh before you place your bids but i want to raise some money it's a great cause twitch.tv slash member the game and you can find the donation link the stream link and a whole bunch more information if you just go to remember the game podcast.com it is a really big deal to me i would love it and I, every year when we do these streams i get people that come by from all around the world that can't always come by my streams because of the times and everything and uh, they come by and say hi and stuff like that so i would love to maybe not see your face but see your name and the chat there in the old twitch box okay so this weekend 8 a.m mountain to 8 a.m mountain uh, the 12th to the 13th of November. Now I'm going to do my other plugs. Uh, I mean, you know what? I'm not even going to, I have merch. I'm not even going to plug it. It's, it's at rememberthegamepodcast.com. Don't buy any merch this week. Don't buy any merch this month. Donate your money to my stream instead. If you want to support us, just donate some money. Uh, we obviously, if you don't like clothes or anything, you can always support us on Patreon, which I will still recommend doing because it's a great value and we donate some of that 
to charity. Uh, for just $2 US every month, you get two additional shows every week. You get exclusive access to my gaming news show Game Patch every Friday where I look at the biggest news in modern games and I add in my opinions and some profanity and stuff. And you also get access to Expansion Pass every Thursday, which is a different show each week. We do game rankings. We look back at characters, consoles. There's some comedy episodes. There's modern game reviews, tons of modern game reviews. And this past week on Expansion Pass, we talked about all the retro game compilations that are coming out these days. Sonic, Castlevania, Contra, Ninja Turtles, Mega Man. So many retro games are living on through these modern game compilations. And I liked that idea enough to dedicate an entire podcast to them. And it is becoming tradition during the intro. Here is a sneak peek of last week's episode of Expansion Pass Retro Game Compilations. Uh, we'll start with that Castlevania anniversary collection that I was just talking about. Uh, it, comes, it comes with eight games. From uh, the NES, SNES, Genesis, and the Game Boy, I believe there's one or two that never made their way over to North America, but don't quote me on that. I still have not played everything on this collection. I've only played Castlevania 1, some of Castlevania 3. I tried Castlevania 2 for like two minutes and was like, this is fucking weird. Uh, I played the shit out of Super Castlevania 4. I think that's the only ones that I've played on this collection so far. I'd like to get to the rest. Uh, but it's a really quality collection. I don't know if I would recommend paying full price for it. Not because I don't think it's worth full price, but because it goes on sale a lot. I look at the sales on PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo every week, and fucking, it feels like nearly a month goes by. Fuck, it's getting hot here. I'm taking off the old, I'm sweating, sweating like a pig here. Uh, nearly, a, nearly a month goes by that the Contra and Castlevania anniversary collections aren't on sale on something. And when they go on sale, it's not like 10% off. They go up for like six bucks. So that's now available in our archives. And this week, it's Expansion Pass 136. And I want to talk about the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X and the Xbox Series S, collectively known as the Xbox Series Everything here at Remember the Game Industries. Because that console generation, the current one, is it turned two years old this week. So I, I want to take a look back at the first couple years of the PS5, the Series X, talk about my favorite games from them so far, debate whether or not the generation's been a success, and you get the idea. So again, two bucks, get you two additional shows, every week and instant access to over 250 archived podcasts plus access to the remember the game discord which is full of legitimately great people a particular shout out to, to tadpole who gave away a ton of free game codes over there in our discord a couple weeks ago just to be a nice person like seriously our discord is a shelter from the urine soaked hellhole that is the internet it's a great place uh, and in addition to our discord access you get the chance to vote in our patreon poll every month you get the ability to submit comments to be read on all of our shows you can DM with me all you want and I actually check those DMs unlike my Twitter and Instagram DMs that I don't check often because it's just mostly spam uh, and you get a shout out right here during the intro and get to hear me mispronounce your name like I'm about to do to most of these people a huge thank you to all of our newest patrons one babula one ash ketchup 69 unstranger John Warnock Warnock Dexter Mill Wilman silver Anchor Mantis Harold can't destroy her. Frank Jerep. Oh, I'm sure I fucked this up. Frank Jerepi. Sorry, Frank. Ethan P. Big the Bruce. Marsh Money. Patrick Ryan. Colt Whitmore. Lua P. Ethan Brundine. Aaron Johnson. Devon Saint Amy. Saint Amy. Sorry, Devon. Abraham Wagnew. Dane McMillan. Mackenzie Stewart. Stephen Crank. Larry White. Party Smasher, but the X's they have X's in place of the A's. So Pixer Pixer T Smasher. 
A Aiden Crehan, Ross, Mega Jim, T Tribuzio, Poshin in the Shaving Cream. I think that's a movie quote I don't get. And Chris McDonald. That was an ugly batch of shoutouts. But thank you all so much for the support. And welcome to the Patreon or welcome to the community. Remember the game industries. It's patreon.com slash remember the game. I'm all fucked up this week. Anyways, uh, to wrap up the sales pitch, please just don't forget 5% of our Patreon does get donated to my 24 hour stream. It will be on behalf of my girlfriend and I will be, we'll be making that donation this weekend and then we'll be topping it up in December with wherever my Patreon is come the month of December. So uh, yeah, that's a great way to get a ton of extra podcasts, help some kids and keep the lights on around here. And you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash member the game. If you want to come by, that's enough blowing myself. Let's blow some of you by blowing in the cartridges. It is our opening segment here on the show. I read a few comments and questions from our patrons, usually gaming related, but not always. And we call this segment blowing in the cartridge. He blows. All right. He blows big time. That's it. Honey, get into the spirit. Ah. Let's blow. And before I get to my first blower this week, I've noticed uh, almost every week I get three or four comments asking me, have I ever played this? Have you ever played this game? Have you ever played games I haven't covered on the show? It could be modern games. It could be retro games. I don't always read them here during the intro because I get so many of them. But I was thinking maybe that's what we're going to do for next week's expansion pass next Thursday. Uh, we're going to call it Adam. Have you ever played? And every Patreon, I'll try to reply to every single one of them. I'll try. We'll see. Uh, you'll be able to ask me about one game, whatever game it is you want. Have I played it? And I'll let you know. But maybe we'll do that next week. So if you wrote in with one of those, just know I don't read a ton of them because I get so many of them. Uh, but maybe we'll try to cross those off next week. Matt Pierpoint wrote in and said, Hey, Adam, well, listening to your Skyrim episode, I've noticed a pattern with games where you name your character or where you always name your character Hoju. Sorry if I butchered that spelling. Anyways, where did the name come from? P.S. If you liked Fallout 3, you absolutely need to play New Vegas. So just quickly to touch on New Vegas first, and I know this is going to get me some shit from people out there. I have tried New Vegas. I didn't care for it. I really, I loved Fallout 3. I liked Fallout 4. I didn't hate New Vegas, but I found it just a little too empty and a little, little bland for my, I know, I, like, I know. I, and I get, I, a lot of people have asked me if you're going to play New Vegas. I I've tried it. I don't know. We are going to definitely call a Fallout, cover Fallout 3 on the show at some point. New Vegas didn't quite melt my butter. Uh, as far as Hoju, for those of you that aren't Simpsons fans, there's a classic episode of The Simpsons where Homer asks Bart, do you want to change your name to Homer Jr.? The kids can call you Hoju. And uh, I had a friend in high school that we all called Hoju. And I just, I love that name. So literally anytime I can name my character in a video game, I, I name it Hoju. Always. Always. Doesn't matter. Male, female, animal, whatever the fuck it is. Hoju. Every time. Thanks for writing in, Matt. C-Spin wrote in and said, Hello, Mr. Blank. I wanted to your thoughts on something I was thinking about. With VR quickly expanding, everyone thinks of the Oculus and the PlayStation VR as the pioneers, but many people forget about the Nintendo Virtual Boy, which came out in 1995. I vaguely remember playing a store demo setup, but I wasn't impressed. Do you think Nintendo was ahead of its time and technologies wasn't ready for VR? Or do we not count that and say Oculus and PSVR are the first VR consoles? Uh, listen, I have never played VR outside of trying the Virtual Boy one time. Uh, and it made me sick. So I don't, my knowledge of VR is so, so minimal that it's practically non-existent. That said, I think if you ask Nintendo, even they would say to pretend that the Virtual Boy doesn't exist. So I'm going to say the Virtual Boy doesn't exist and we'll start with the Oculus 
and the PSVR. I think even Nintendo would go that far. Bah, the poor beat. <laughs> poor virtual boy. Fuck me. Uh, thanks for writing in, C-Spin. Stupid, stupid sexy Flanders wrote in and said, maybe this is common knowledge, but I've noticed you never agree with the majority of people on Play 1, Remake 1, Erase 1. Could it be the troll in you, or are the masses truly wrong every time? I swear on Molly, which is my dog, which is like the highest thing I can swear on, uh, I I make my picks for which game I would play remake in a race before I go through the poll and read the comments. I write my notes, then I go to the Patreon posts to uh, at, fill in my notes with comments and stuff. So I swear to God, I think you guys are just always wrong. Uh, <laughs> I know I say there's no wrong answers, uh, but I swear I don't do it on purpose. I just always seem to pick differently. There's been the odd episode where I go with the majority, but it is pretty rare. And I I, I just pick them beforehand. I think, uh, am I so out of touch? No, it's the hot dogs who are wrong. Uh, thanks for writing in, stupid sexy Flanders. Rubik's, a.k.a. Arthur David, said, Hey, Adam, do you like butter tarts? I've been trying to find these, but no bakeries in my part of the States have them. It took me forever to find poutine. Are there any other Canadian delicacies I should go on a futeless wander to find here? I fucking love butter tarts. Yes, butter tarts. If you have never had a butter tart, you have not lived ladies and gentlemen, and they are just, I don't even know what the fuck is in them. Maybe it is just butter. I don't know. They're just like really, really flaky, delicious outer tart with this fucking buttery, molasses-y, syrupy brown stuff in them. And I, I'm not, I, I'm doing this entire country a disservice by trying to describe butter tarts, but they are delicious. And I don't give a fuck. Haters can hate them all you want. They're better with raisins. Suck my ass. Raisins are delicious. So I, yes, I love butter tarts. As far as any other Canadian delicacies, I mean, if you've had good poutine and you've had butter tarts, like to me, those are the big two. I mean, track down the next time. If you're ever in Canada, uh, Arthur or anybody else, try Wonder Bar. I think that's a Canadian exclusive chocolate bar and it's the best chocolate bar ever made. And try Ruffles All Dressed Chips. I don't know if you guys have those anywhere else either, but those would be the other two things. And avoid Tim Hortons because they fucking suck. Uh, thanks for writing in, uh, Arthur. Bob Bobby Litton. Wrote in and said, if digital games are the future, does that mean that GameStop and all game stores that sell newer games are doomed? I love physical games as I can get some money back if the game sucks and I want to trade them in. But man, that kind of future for me seems very bleak. Listen, I have I have beat this drum a million times and you are welcome to disagree with me because I am certainly no expert despite what Vertical Noise says. I don't know anything. I, I do think, yes, I, I think... Physical games are very slowly going the way of the dodo. And I know not all of you are going to agree. Every time this comes up, I get messages from people saying, I still buy physical games. Fuck yeah. Good for you. Live your life. But I like raisins in my butter tarts. Nobody's perfect. Buy your physical games. I like physical games for a long time too. But I'm telling you, they're going that way. We talked about it on Game Patch a couple weeks ago that EA is phasing out physical copies of games like FIFA and Battlefield in some of the markets now. It is, if these game developers, the only reason they still make physical games is because they need stores to put their consoles in. And I think to limited, limited success, the pandemic proved that they may not even need those other than, you know, the fucking resellers buying all of them. Uh, they would love to just sell you digital games because you can't resell them. So there are no used game sales cutting into their beefy profits. Plus they don't have to spend money on the making of the, the cases and the discs and pay the drivers and the gas and all that kind of stuff. You don't have to like it. You don't have to agree with me. And it's just my opinion, but I truly think that at some point physical games are going the way of the CD, the DVD, and the book is starting to go that way. I, I think physical media is dying. It just is. And 
Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I get it, Bobby. I understand. I don't think we're going to be there tomorrow, but I do think that's the way gaming is going, unfortunately. And I'll tell you right now, every time GameStop comes up, people point out how much money they have. I'm going to point out how much money they lose every quarter. I'm not saying they're going out of business tomorrow. I don't want them to go out of business. I don't want to see all those people lose their jobs. But if that company doesn't find a way to fucking re, re, uh, redesign their business model, like they are dead. They are going the way of Blockbuster if they don't find a new business model. I don't care what you say. That, you could have fucking $3 billion in the bank. When you're bleeding a quarter of a billion dollars a quarter, it's not going to last that long. Anyways, we, we've done that. Well, we could do this dance forever. But unfortunately, I do think, my opinion, physical gaming is, is slowly but surely dying. Uh, Cabes wrote in and said, Hi, Adam. Thanks for making an awesome podcast. Aw, that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. Thank you, Cabes. It's kept me going through some good times and bad. I have a kid. I have a, I have a kid. I have a question. As a kid, our house was PC only. So while I have some great games, I was always jealous of my console owning friends. Their games always seemed so amazing whenever I went to their house to play. As a console kid growing up, were there any PC games you wished you could have had on your console? Thanks again for the great work. Thanks, Cabes. Ugh. Like, I'm not trying to troll, but like, I really didn't know PC games that well. The, the two that were on PC that I wanted on consoles were Roller Coaster Tycoon and Doom. And we got both of those. Although, as much as it pains me to admit it, because I hate playing on PC, Roller Coaster Tycoon will always play better on PC than it does on a console. It's it's serviceable on other things, but it's at its best on on uh, on PC. I I'm trying to think like I and I'm not I swear to God, I'm not just trying to like throw heat and throw shade at PC Master Racers. I can't think of any other PC games that I really wanted to play. I don't know that much about PCs. I never cared about StarCraft or World of Warcraft or all the other crafts that are apparent. Apparently games on PC are all called craft. Half-Life ended up getting ported to consoles eventually. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I got one. Roller Coaster Tycoon was probably my big one. And then I finally got it on my Xbox and 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 admittedly realized like this sucks. I was better off playing it on my PC, but I can't think of any other ones. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just don't know. I just don't know. I don't do PC. I'm sorry. I don't know it. Uh, but th thank you for writing in, Caves. And I'm glad despite the fact that you grew up in a PC-only house, uh, you've turned into a contributing member of society. Good for you. Overcoming the odds. And <laughs> there it is. And finally, it's letter time. It's letter time. McGrathen wrote in and said, Hello, Mr. Blank. Fairly new Patriot and first-time writer-inner. My question is, do you get nervous about playing games that are recommended for you to play that are supposedly great? I have a friend who is constantly at me to play Bioshock. Also a listener to the show, you know who you are. And he even quoted you, saying that everyone should try it at least once. Can Bioshock live up to the hype I've gotten about it? P.S. I know nothing about the game. So to answer your second question first, uh, some people will disagree, but I absolutely... Th I think Bioshock is... I mean, you can go back. Well, don't go back and listen to the episode of Remember the Game if you haven't played it yet because we spoil stuff. Uh, I think Bioshock is brilliant. I, I fucking love that game. I will continue to beg everyone to play that game until every single person on the planet has played it. I Yes, please play it. Uh, as far as your first question, do I ever get nervous about playing games that are recommended for me? All the time, dude. All the fucking time. Um, anytime a game wins a pay... I've had some games that have won the Patreon poll where I'm like fuck, I don't think I'm going to like this. And then I don't. And then I review it. And then everyone gets mad at me for not liking their game. So uh, as far as the podcast go, it makes me even more nervous for games like Ocarina of Tim, 
uh, Sonic Adventure 2, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. I'm terrified to play Metal Gear Solid 3 because I know eventually I'm going to have to, but I fucking hated Metal Gear Solid 2 so much that like, uh, and if I don't like Metal Gear Solid 3, I'm probably going to get kicked off the fucking internet. So yeah, I do. When it's just like a friend that recommends it, not as much because I don't mind telling them like, ah, I didn't care for that. You know, like ah, that doesn't bother me as much as maybe maybe it used to and then i started talking about my video game opinions on the internet for a living and the internet can be a fucking cruel mistress so now maybe my friends just don't scare me as much as the the internet does but yeah i definitely get nervous about uh, yeah i i yeah i do i get nervous about playing games that are super hyped uh and then you know and some of them have lived up to the hype over the years i'm trying to think of a few that i've played like final fantasy tactics was fucking awesome grand theft auto 4 and san andreas were both fucking sick bully i loved bully luigi's mansion was rad uh i have played some games for this show dude streets of rage 2 and toe jam and earl and gunstar heroes i've played some games that were hyped up that i've loved but yeah i've had a few that i i i was skeptical going in and then they they didn't wow me at all so I, I get that. Good luck with Bioshock, McGrathen. Let me know how you like it. You're going to like it. It's fucking... If you have taste, if you have any any fucking taste at all, you're going to like it because Bioshock is the shit. Anyway, thank you to everybody that wrote in this week. As always, we'll cover a few more flowing in the cartridge co comments on uh, The Rambling Idiot next week, which, if you don't know, is the rarely promoted third podcast I offer patrons at the $5 and up level. You can get a third podcast every week where I ramble about whatever I want, and then we have a Left Blovers segment where i take care of a couple extra comments that i couldn't get to on the show but that's that's for then this is now thanks for all the submissions let's switch things up and let's get into our smash hit segment the official game show of remember the game industries you know what it is it's play one remake one freaking erase one And a huge thank you to Classic Concentration from the NES for unknowingly providing us with the theme music for the show. The rules are simple. Every week I give our listeners three retro video games. They can play one as it was released, remake one as a modern game, and the third is a race from time forever. As always, there are no wrong answers, but there is a right one. We'll get to that in just a minute. And I probably didn't agree with it, as we just covered in blowing in the cartridge. Uh, this week, I went with three games that were featuring stupid animal mascots, as we're talking Bubsy. We have Gex, Enter the Gecko, Arrow the Acrobat, and Croc, Legend of the Gobbos. And 33%. Oh my God, I forgot to put the winner in. Oh Jesus Christ. I still have last week's winner in the notes. 33% said play Rogue Squadron remake Shadows of the Empire Array Super Star Wars. And I deleted it so I can't see what the winner was. Oh no, I did look and I, I know it was play Croc. And I think it was play Croc remake Gecko Erase Arrow because I was pissed off. That everybody wanted to play that stupid looking crocodile game. And everyone was erasing Arrow the Acrobat. I'm pretty sure that was the winner. But that's not the right fucking answer. Let's see what a few of you had to say here. And then I'll tell you what the right answer was. Captain Alcatraz. I can't believe I fucked that up. Captain Alcatraz wrote in and said, Remake Croc. I have fond memories of this growing up. But it controls like ass. I think he deserves another shot though. Play Gex because I never have. And I always thought it looked kind of cool. Erase Arrow because the last time somebody played with a bat. We ended up in a lockdown for two years. <laughs> Ah, uh, get in the bin, you flying rat, you. Well done, Captain Alcatraz. Well, <laughs> well fucking done. I disagree with your erasing of Arrow, but you made me laugh. Eric Christian Powers Esquire, who I imagine speaks in a very uh, British accent, wrote in and said, <clears throat> Play Croc because I've never played it. Remake Gex because I've never played it. And erase Arrow because I've never played it. 
Eric Christian Powers Esquire. <laughs> uh, I can get on board with your logic. You got to play and remake it. I, I appreciate that you fucking played by the rules, despite the fact you've never played any of them. I respect the fact that you played one, remade one, and erased one. Not like fucking Super Mario World is not as good as Adam says, the trolling sack of shit that they are, who wrote in and said, Adam seems to be getting soft, guys, not putting people on probation. Maybe we can break the rules now. I will remake Gex, enter the Gecko, remake Arrow the Acrobat, and remake Croc, Legend of the Gobbles. Why? Because why would we like to erase any of these games? Because that's the fucking rules, Super Mario World, and that's what you wanted. I didn't put you on double secret probation because of your stupid goddamn shitty-ass troll name, Super Mario World is not as good as Adam says. But now you're fucking done. Get the fuck out of my house. Double secret probation, you fucking cheating piece of shit. Mackenzie Stewart wrote in, playing by the fucking rules, and said, all right, we're playing Croc. I love this game as a kid in my intensely done research, which was 30 seconds of watching a YouTube clip. It looks like it still holds up. We're going to remake Gex because he's the undisputed best animal mascot not named Banjo. Yeah, that's right. Suck it, my hot dog Sonic. Wow. And we're erasing Arrow because who even is he anyway? He's a goddamn acrobat. Or, yeah, an acrobat, Mackenzie Stewart. That's a hot take, though, to say that Gex is the best animal creature in a game not named Banjo. Putting them both ahead of Sonic. That's a spicy meatball. I respect it. And Mega Jim wrote in, instead of the three, the only one I've played is Gex. And while I didn't love it, I wouldn't mind seeing what they could do with it on modern gaming tech, so remake it. Of the other two, I'd most likely choose to play Arrow as I have more faith in an SNES 2D platformer over a PS1 3D platformer, which means Croc is getting erased later Gator. Fucking rights. Croc looks so stupid. Uh, I'm siding with the runner-up. I'm going with 22% of you, including Max Power, who I agreed with not only because they had the order right, but because that name just commands respect. Max, you don't... <laughs> Max... <laughs> what is... <laughs> Fuck. Um, Max Power wrote in and said, I've never heard of any of these, but here we go. Play Arrow, as SNES games are typically more playable today than PS1 games. Not a diss on the PS1. I love that console, but the games look and handle very crappy nowadays. Remake Gex, because every PS1 game could get a remake, and Gex looks more adult than Croc. Erase Croc. I actually don't even disagree with most of your logic, and I definitely agree with your order. I myself would play Arrow the Acrobat, because much like we did with Star Wars last week, I'd be goddamned if I'm erasing an SNES game I haven't played before I erase a fucking... Or, uh, yeah, uh, before I erase a PS1 game that I've not played. So I'm keeping Arrow the Acrobat as is. I'm going to remake Gex the Gecko because Gex is easily the coolest of these three characters. And I would legitimately be interested in playing a Gex game on PS5 or Xbox Series everything. And I'm erasing Croc Legend of the Gobbos or whatever the fuck it's called because he looks fucking stupid. And his stupid face means a stupid game 93% of the time. That game, the, judge a book by its cover. I think that's what the saying is. That game looks ridiculous. So thank you to everybody that wrote in and played along this week. What have I been playing over the last seven days? And then we will get into talking Bubsy. Uh, I've been playing a little bit of Bubsy to get ready for the episode. I've also been playing a ton of Mario plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope. Do not sleep on that game. It's really fun. Just like the first one was. I'm hoping to release, get it? Oh, I just got it. Oh, Sparks of Hope. I'm hoping to drop a review of that. Uh, oh, fuck. That was what my plan was going to be for expansion pass next week. Well, then chances are the next two expansion passes. One will be a review of Mario plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope. And one will be... Adam, have you ever played blank? And I'll answer some game questions about that. So I've been playing a lot of that. Uh, I finished, uh, I've been playing a mystery retro game for an upcoming episode of the podcast. I finished it Sunday night. So we're going to be recording that in a week or so. It'll be going live in the next couple of weeks. Uh, I've been playing a little bit of PGA Tour 2K23 when I just want to chill out, especially because it's blizzarding here in Edmonton. It's goddamn snowing and minus 25 and shit. And it's nice to escape and just play golf and forget about what's going on outside. And uh, I've started a Lundra. 
for the podcast for an upcoming episode of the show. PS1 game, Alundra, for those of you that know it. That's what I've been playing. Let's talk Bubsy. That's why you're here. As always, I like to give you nerds a chance to sound off about the game we're talking about before my guest and I hog the microphone. Decoy Man wrote in and said, you finally did it. Well, well, well. Yes, for those longtime listeners of this podcast or any new listeners that have just gone back and listened to old episodes, I have been talking about covering Bubsy on the show for about 200 episodes. And I finally, finally fucking did it. So thank you, Decoy Man, for uh, showing me a little bit of respect. I appreciate that. And Luca wrote in and said, Game of the Year, all years. See? There are people that love Bubsy, even though it's not very good. People love Bubsy. Uh, Joshua Shenfield wrote in. Hey, Joshua, I haven't talked to you for a while. How you been? Joshua Shenfield wrote in and said, Bubsy was such an interesting experience when I first played it. Secret water slides, the roller coaster amusement park, and the Wild West train. That's all I remember because that's as far as I could get. I never got that far. (laughs) As chaotic as the game was, I remember the first one felt like a planned game and the second felt like a jumbled up mess. I liked it enough as a kid to take care of it, though. It was one of the few Sega games I had to not have the hard black plastic case but a cardboard one i think that just shows the goddamn disrespect bubsy gets when he didn't even get the plastic case he got thrown in fucking cardboard that is such bs uh lady asaku i hope i'm saying that right lady lady asaku wrote it and said this game gets a lot of hate i used to play with my brother when we were little and it brings back a lot of memories as for the gameplay itself i thought it was fun i think what i hated the most was the jumping and hoping i didn't take damage or die exactly it plays so much like Sonic, but not as good. Sonic is way better than Bubsy, I promise. Uh, which we're going to get to in like three seconds. One Babula One wrote in and said, I have this game for Sega on the shelf behind me. No idea where it came from or when I got it, but there it is, just sitting on the shelf looking fucking stupid. Even Bubsy hated Bubsy. Bubsy did not hate Bubsy, just most fucking gamers did. And it's time for Keegs and I to talk about why. I am going to queue up some Bubsy music. There it is. And when it stops, Keegs and I are going to talk about Bubsy in Claws Encounters of the Third Kind, which originally released in North America on the SNES and the Sega Genesis in May of 1993. Enjoy the podcast, everybody. Let's go. If you're hearing this, you're probably a gamer. And for our kind, nothing is as precious and valuable as our save files. Have you ever experienced the loss of a save file? It's soul-crushing. Dozens, maybe hundreds of hours of work. Gone. Like that. But at the end of the day, it's a video game. It matters, but kinda, you know? That exact scenario, but with a work project, an essay for school, data for your business, that's no joke. That could be really serious. You need a safety net. And I got you, fam, with my partners over at CrashPlan. Visit CrashPlan.com RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. CrashPlan has been protecting people's data since 2001. And a couple years ago, they set out on their own with one mission, to provide the best best damn cloud backup solution on the market. CrashPlan runs quietly in the background of your computer or Mac and every 15 minutes on the clock they create a new backup of every file that's changed in that time. So if something goes wrong, God forbid, you don't lose hours, lose days, lose weeks of work. Just log into your account and you can download your most recent backup from the secure cloud servers. And there's not just one backup. There's a laundry list of them. You can pick and choose which one you want. It's like the ultimate undo button. If if you work on a computer in any capacity, Crash Plan is a must-have. And if you're thinking, ah, that's for big businesses, I'm just Joe Schmo. Crash Plan protects Joe Schmo. They offer a ton of plans in tiers. So there's a Crash Plan for everyone from small one-person businesses like me to you fancy businesses in offices with staff and free donuts and all that stuff. Time is money. Why wouldn't you protect your work? Spreadsheets, diagrams, videos, art, podcasts. 
CrashPlan has you covered. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. So, okay, so here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, as I'm sure I said during the intro, I I have a feeling this is not going to be the best episode of Remember the Game we've ever done. I don't think it's going to be Shaq Fu or Mario is missing, but the fact remains that this game is not very good and the mascot kind of sucks. And as such, I figured I had to call upon my rostered guest who's not that good and kind of sucks. And so joining me via the phone is my man, Keegs. How's it? <laughs> <laughs> wow. The Bubsy, the Bubsy of Thanks. the roster. Uh, what? The Bubsy. You're, no, wow, you know I what? really downgraded from the last time I was on. Yeah, I think last time you were a Bebop or Rocksteady or something. Yeah. But no, you know what? Bubsy, okay. First of all, how are you? How's How's life? <laughs> I was better until you just shit all over me. Okay, fair enough. But listen, here's the thing. <laughs> Longtime listeners of this podcast will remember this. There was a time a couple years ago on this pod, this very show, where I was bound and determined to make Bubsy the official mascot of Remember the Game. And it didn't stick because I tried to force it too hard. But I yeah. want you to know, I know I called you the Bubsy. I, I I don't give I know Bubsy is kind of like a punchline in gaming, but I love this stupid cat. I'm a Bubsy fan and I don't care. So yeah, I like here. You. Take it for what it's worth. I like Bubsy, and I called you Bubsy. So take it for All what right. it's worth. Um, I'll, I'll take that then. Yeah, as long as it's clear for everybody listening that we both like Bubsy, and we do, and that that's not an insult; it's a compliment. Yeah, totally. I do. Okay, so <sighs> I don't even know what the fuck to do with this. Like, I <laughs> the only reason. Let's. I'm just gonna be honest. All right, the only reason that this game is even getting an episode of this podcast is because it's like a guilty pleasure of mine. I like Bubsy, but like I haven't played any of his games after the first two. I only ever owned the second one. Uh, this one we used to just rent all the time. Um, I replayed it or tried to replay it to get ready for this. It is very difficult. I've never beaten it. You said that you've never beaten it either. Yeah. Okay. So no one can expect like, like it was. It was only ever a rental for me. I never owned either of the first two games, but like it was one of those ones that me and my brother rented all the time because we just loved it. Like it was yeah. just a stupid fun game. Like everybody makes fun of all the like his like quips and stuff he says, but we were little kids. Like we thought it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, dude. I will go as far as to say I don't know if anyone in the history of the planet has ever owned a copy of Bubsy. I think everybody just rented it. I think that's the only reason this game exists. It was the fucking rental game. I so I don't don't expect like the deepest strategy guide 
talk ever. I, I okay. My goal the next forty minutes or so of podcasting is to just defend this stupid cat and just say that like I understand that he's a punchline today. I'm sure his modern games probably suck. I know everybody shits on Bubsy 3D, which I've never played, but I will dig in my heels and say that the original Bubsy is. Like, a good game is maybe too far, but it is a passable video game. There's yeah. nothing wrong with it. In fact... There is a lot wrong. Oh, you're okay. You're right. There's a lot wrong with it. Yes, you're right. But it's 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 charming. It is charming. In a weird way, it is. Uh, and in an era where it fucking seemed like every goddamn game developer under the sun was just picking a random animal and throwing them into a fucking... Like, you know, there was goddamn Arrow the Acrobat and Gex the fucking... James Bond Gecko, and yeah. I'm, I'm sure I'm forgetting yeah, Croc. Who? Croc the Crocodile. Yeah, Croc. Yeah, like fucking. There's so many stupid animal. Like everyone was just trying to, you know, they saw Sonic and they were like, we could do that. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, the developer for this literally wanted to do that. A guy was obsessed with Sonic. He's like, I can do that. And then we got Bubsy. Yeah. And the thing about it is, like, <laughs> I was replaying it this week to get ready for this episode, and. uh I never noticed, because I didn't play a lot of Sonic as a kid, I never noticed just how much this game does actually play like Sonic. Yeah, but it's but like it, Sonic from Wish.com, though. Yeah, fuck yes. <laughs> Bubsy is Wish.com Sonic. Fucking all credit given to Keegs. That, perfect, perfect. Like, it, he fucking, he does that stupid slow run that slowly takes off, and the levels are full of crazy ramps and slides and shit where you barely have any time to fucking react and you're going to die over and over again. The big difference. And I, and I am assuming the reason he didn't do it in this game is that like you pick up balls of yarn instead of rings, but when you get hit, there's no, the balls of yarn go everywhere and you keep going. You just die. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like, I assume that if he had made it to where the balls of yarn sprayed everywhere, when he got hit, it would have been like, okay, you can't like, that's a little, a little too close to the line of, you know, blatant copying here. But imagine if anyone listening to this has never played Bubsy, imagine playing Sonic, but one hit kills you all the time. And ask yourself if that sounds like fun. (laughs) And it's like, no, it's not. It's so. It doesn't sound like fun. No. It sounds terrible. It is. It it, it is. It kind of, it fucking kind of is terrible. Um, but I have a soft spot for it. I don't know. He, like, they tried to give him the attitude. He's got his stupid little catchphrases and his big smiles. Oh, and what I, what could possibly go wrong? Yeah, what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> and like, and it fucking, I love that catchphrase. I love it. Yeah. I, I like. Okay, so all right, if you've never played it, I'm not even gonna try to convince you to play it because it probably isn't worth your time. But you basically play as this stupid cat, and he looks like a skinny Garfield kind of. Because he's like orange. He's a bobcat. He's a bobcat. Okay. Yeah, you're right. He is. Uh, but he's like got that orange, you know, fur or whatever. And then he's got this stupid white shirt with just a red exclamation point on it, which is just the dumbest. <laughs> Fucking like, it, does he not look like something that was drawn in like eight minutes? Like sitting yeah. outside of like a meeting with uh, like the developer executives and like the whoever pitched the game just like sketched this and was like, there we go. Like it yeah, just eight place in a design a mascot contest. Yes, of eight mascots. Like I like I Gex <laughs> Gex the Gecko, the fucking James Bond Gecko, is yeah. is miles cooler than fucking Bubsy. But 
you look at them and it's just, I don't know, man. There's this, like, I, like they were obviously trying to just appeal to kids, right? Like you said, you rented it because yeah. of Bubsy being on the box art. And, uh, and it kind of works. Like, even now I'm looking at them and I'm like, if I was a kid and I was walking through the store and I saw a cardboard cutout of that cat, I'd stop and be like, what is that? Like, yeah. he's not the worst designed character ever. Yeah, and, and like in the game too, like the game is like bright, colorful. Like yeah. there is, there's only a few different designs for the levels, but yeah, like and, the levels look cool. Each of the three different like biomes look very different from one another. Yeah, but then like once you go into the levels, it's all like all looks the same. You don't even know where the fuck you are. But yeah, like the game looks really good. Like he's got shitloads of different animations. Yeah, but then I, just it's just. I think that's the Dad. number one. Like to me, that's by far its biggest strength. And I know it was on Super Nintendo and Genesis. I believe it was on Genesis. Um, I only ever played it on Super Nintendo, but yeah, same here. I, I, I know, I know how fucking sacrilegious this take is gonna sound, but I don't care. This game looks better than Super Mario World. Nothing else about it is better than Super Mario World. But it looks it looks better. This is I'll fucking lock it in and say if you're looking for like a cartoon style platformer, this might be a top five looking game on the Super Nintendo. Like it is so bright and color it looks like a Saturday morning cartoon. If it played yeah, I don't know if I'd go that far to call it top five. But... Well, I'm I'm no not top five as far as like a cartoony looking like action. Yeah. Game. Like it it looks really like I love I love Super Mario World. It looks nicer than that. It like it really pops. It looks like a, mm. it like you can see the fucking the Sonic influence on this, which I never noticed as a kid, but catch now that I've played more Sonic is insane. Like it is it looks like a Sonic the Hedgehog game. Yeah. Uh it's got those bright colorful backgrounds and stuff. Now the thing about it, and I know this isn't going to make for a good podcast either. I can't even tell you what the last two thirds of the game look like because I don't think I've ever gotten past about the fifth level. Uh, it looks like the first two thirds of the game. Like I said, there's only three different uh, levels designed. Oh, okay. Like, cause I brought up, and, it just, and then it just repeats till you beat the game. Oh, okay. Cause like level area one is the village. Area two is the fair, and I've never gotten past the fair. Then I guess it's Wild West, and then Canada. Canada has three levels in this game. That's fucking sick. <laughs> if only I could get far enough to fucking see them. Like, that'd be sick. Yeah. Um, no, I agree with you, dude. I, I think that's its single biggest strength. Even the first world, like, because that's the one I know best, probably you as well. Anyone that's played yeah. it. Like, it's that, the village or whatever, where you're walking by, like, the, you're, it's like Toontown, and you're fucking walking down the street. Um, yeah, basically. It is stunning. Like, the backgrounds and everything, it is fucking crisp yeah and, like there's all there's like trees in the background and then mountains behind it like yeah it's like three yeah. layers of, of background yeah and you know what else really pops is like i mentioned you pick up yarn balls like that's your coins that's your rings in this game are these yarn balls and just the fact that the yarn balls are different colors really mm. maybe that's a little thing but that really stands out to me like the red the blue the yellow the green they just they look so bright and animated. Even the yard, like it's, yeah. you want to collect, like I hate collecting coins. Like when I play Mario games, I'll collect the coins that are near me while I'm there, but I'm not going looking for every, it's, oh, dude, I don't know if you're like this. When I play Mario with somebody like Shaylee, uh, who's, I love her, <laughs> but like who has to get every coin and I'm sitting there watching and I'm like, you don't need all of these. Like go, it's, yeah. there's tons. But in this, you want to get all the yarn balls because they're so bright. 
You know, like and I, that, and you need a you need five hundred of them to get an extra life. Yeah, five hundred. <laughs> fucking insane. Is that not fucking <laughs> like like? And there's listen, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them, but five hundred. Yeah. What the yeah. fuck are you talking about? And you're about? probably gonna die a couple times trying to get all of yeah, them. Yeah, yes. By the time you get to five hundred, you've lost three lives. Like it's fucking because it's so. It's so vicious because one hit kills you. And it feels like yeah. everything fucking, like, there's, like, those little, I don't know what they're called, the the main bad guys that look like those oh, weird. Oh, the woolies. Woolies, yes. And they look like, I don't even, like, I don't know, like, fucking rabbits. They look like weird, yeah. Kind of. They're, like, weird, weird aliens. Yeah. But, like. Even them, like, they're funny. Just watching them is funny. Like, the way they, like, sneeze with their big noses and they stomp back and forth yeah. and stuff. But they're so easy uh, to accidentally bump into while you're trying to jump on them. And, like, again, there's no leniency. Like, one hit kills you. And then that's not even factoring in fucking... If you fall too far, it kills you. If yeah. uh, you touch a spike, it fucking kills you. There's, like, goddamn pianos rolling down the street that you don't hear coming until right before they're on top of you. That if you don't nail the jump, they fucking kill you. Everything in this game fucking kills yeah. you. All kinds of stage hazards that you, like, you can't even see. You don't see them until you, you got, like, you need to... The only way to get good at this game is to just play it over and over and know where all the enemies are. And yeah. it's kind of... I'm not and even then. Why would you? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm not saying that this game is echo. The dolphin. I am not saying that I like Bubsy, but yeah. it is clearly a game designed for children like echo. The dolphin was, and it's clearly a game yeah. that no child was ever going to beat. Like it was oh, so sure. ridiculously hard. And I, it's, I, it, truth be told, dude, like, on a difficulty scale, it almost feels like it was only half done. Like it feels like he had the enemies and shit in place, but then he needed to do some balancing, figure out how to give you some more health, maybe clean up the hitboxes, something, and just nothing ever yeah, got done. Then he didn't do any of that. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Um, it feels like all like, the yeah, time. Yeah, I gotta do all this stuff, and then they're like, "Oh, the game's gotta come out tomorrow." He's like, "Uh, well, it's good then." Yeah, like it feels like all of the time they put into it was spent on the animation and the colors because they are great dude even little things like when you jump on a woolly and instead of it just like you know like when you jump on like a koopa troopa and they go into their shell or a goomba goes yeah. flat and disappears i love that when you jump on a woolly in this game it goes into that like you know in a cartoon where two characters fight and they go to the big smoke cloud and the fists are flying and stuff oh yeah it does that <laughs> for a second and then the enemy is dead i love that i that's such a great animation it's, yeah and like he's got like different like when you're like standing at the edge like he has a whole bunch of different animations for that instead of just like none or one like he's got like 10 different death animations like just the amount of love that the devs put into like the animations is insane yeah you know what it kind of reminded me of was uh earthworm jim like yeah. big big open levels because that's the other thing we'll get into that in a minute but like these levels are there's a lot to see if you want to go exploring in these levels um, but yeah. it just, it's, sometimes it's hard to tell where you can go and where you can't and what you can interact with and what you can't. And you're right. Like, dude, my favorite death animation of his is either if you touch a spike, uh, he like gets deflated and flies around the screen. Yeah. Um, or the one where if you fall too far, it's like he, he turns into like an accordion 
and walks away. Yeah. And like, as he's walking away, it even goes like, because he fell too far. Like, it's like, you're mad that you died, but it's fucking entertaining somehow at the same time, you know? Yeah. Uh, also another thing I really like is the way they give him the glide. Um, like oh, yeah. when, when you jump and anytime you jump and you can hold like Y or I don't remember what button it is. And, uh, picture like, uh, Rocky, the, the flying squirrel from rock. Like he can just float for as far. Like he's always at a downward trajectory, but you can fly across half the level if you get a good bounce and go. Um, and that's really fun. But the problem is that he's moving so goddamn fast that you realize enemies are coming and you don't even have time to fucking correct course. You just bump, <laughs> you just bump into them and die again. God fuck. Yeah. Everything just ends up dying in this fucking game. Yeah, like as much as all that started, like I think the game, if you just gave him like a one hit shield or something that you could replenish, like that would make the game just infinitely better. Yeah. And, and the thing about it is like, there's all kinds of crazy items you can pick up. Like I, if you can find one of his stupid, fuck, it's such a, I'm looking at it right now. Like what a dumb shirt, a white, <laughs> a white, a white long sleeve t-shirt with just a red exclamation point on it. Like why an exclamation point? Like fucking so stupid. But if you find, <laughs> if you find one of his stupid t-shirts floating around, you pick it up, you get an extra life. Maybe there's something you pick up that gives you an extra hit, but I agree. Like you should always like, they should be pl far, far more plentiful uh, mm -hmm. to find that kind of, it's all, it's all yarn balls. Like, and, and the fuck that 500 thing is fuck. Like, dude, every, like, if you pick up 50, you should get an extra hit or something. Yeah, like just that, nice. just that would have changed the game so much. But I think it says something to how good it, parts of it are when neither of us can beat shit in this game, but we both like, you kept renting it. We printed it all the time and kept playing it as kids, even though he couldn't get anywhere in it. Like, yeah. Cause it's just, it's just funny and fun. It's, doesn't have to be good to be fun, right? No. Oh, you're right. Because that's the other thing. Uh, the, the and, and I mean, you'll have already heard some of it when we put this episode together. But like, it actually is surprisingly good music too. Yeah. Um, like it, the the clips are pretty short, but so like you'll hear a lot because you die all the time. Yeah. But like it it's got some boss you're just sitting there and you're like you know what this music's not too bad it yeah like it really does feel like i know i've said this about other games but this feels like playing a saturday morning cartoon like in every sense i even love the little things like every time you pick up a yarn ball it makes that like like that yeah. little like and I, I hope i hope that came through the microphone <laughs> that like popping noise i heard it yeah okay then someone then they probably heard it uh there's something very I don't know what it is. Uh, very, very, uh, I don't want to say calming, but uh, there's just something nice. There's something fun about it. It's a very, it's a very positive sound as you're just flying. Yeah. You're, you're, you're like, there's nothing better in this game than like jumping off an enemy. You do that fucking cloud animation. And then you just take off into your glide, fly through the air, picking up yarn balls and it's just popping everywhere and the bright colors and fucking it's the music like is playing. Rap. What's that? It's like bubble wrap. It is like bubble wrap. Yes. Yes. Maybe that's, like that's yes. That's why it's satisfying because bubble wrap sounds fine. Just listening to the pop. You're right. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe he played it and he was like, dude, this game is really fucking hard and kind of broken. Let's put uh, this bubble. Yeah. Maybe they were popping bubble wrap in like the testing studio. And then they were like, maybe we should just use that sound effect because that'll keep the kids calm as yeah. they fucking die. You're right. I never even thought of that. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
Podcasting is a weird job because I talk to you nerds all the time. Every day, I tell you all about my life, the good and the bad. The ugly, I kind of keep that offline. And it's not that I don't want to talk about it. I'd love to talk about it. I just need to pick and choose who I talk to. We all have stuff that just lives in our minds, rent-free, 24-7. Talking about them can really help because the longer you keep something bottled up, the more likely it is to blow. You've heard me say it before and you're going to keep hearing me say it. Therapy is the way. Therapists can be that ear to bend when you really need to get something off your chest and don't know who to talk to. And BetterHelp is a great way to go about it. I don't BS you guys. I don't say I've used something if I've never used it. I've personally talked to a BetterHelp therapist about the stuff going on in my personal life, and I genuinely found it helpful. To have someone to talk to that doesn't have any skin in the game, that can just listen and try to help me come up with a roadmap to get through the tough times... It's just invaluable. It has seriously really helped me. I've talked to my therapist through video and you can do it that way or you can do it over the phone or even just over chat and they give you as many schedule options as possible so you can work a session in around your life. It's licensed therapy as convenient as it gets. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash remember the game today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash remember the game. So yeah, like the the music is really the the music's good. That popping is good. Oh, you know what else is really cool about the music is the way it changes based on what situation you're in. Like when you're going down the water slides, which I fucking hate, by the way. Um, yeah. and it does that like crazy, like like everything is completely out of control. Um, yeah. Which by the way, it is completely out of control. It is fuck right. It's, it's like, so like ass. I can't do this. It's so okay, and like again, if you've never played this, I know we both sound like we're high right now, but that's what this game <laughs> is like. It's fucking you're in a village controlling a cat, collecting balls of yarn, floating everywhere, fighting bunny aliens, and then for some reason there are just these water slides that just look like logs that have been like hollowed out, and I don't even know where the fucking water comes from. They're just guy. yeah, this guy. They're just randomly placed. And they're like 30 degree angles. Like they're not super steep, but once you get in one, all you can do is jump and then float and like float away, but you can't change your direction. You can't stop yourself. Bubsy looks like a, he looks like a turtle on its back uh, <laughs> with his feet and legs in the air, just like panicking. And with such fucking, well, yeah, he's a cat in water. Right? Yeah, sure. But like, it's such horseshit because you fucking, you slide down these shitty slides no idea what's coming. You get going so fast. And the fucking music for the slides never stops. It's just like... And it never fucking stops. And then finally, you fall off the slide. And God help you if there's a fucking woolly or a piano or a car or just a fall from the... Because sometimes the fall out of the slide is too far and that fucking kills you. Like, I never take the slides because as entertaining as it is to watch them in it, I know I'll die when I come out. Every fucking time. It's <laughs> yeah. such crap. I'm trying so hard not to say this game sucks because I like Bubsy. But this game... It does suck, but it it's does fun. Suck. It sucks in a fun way. It fucking sucks. Like, so, it's also it's full of puns. Like, if you like puns, which I do... Yeah. Like, it's full of puns. Like, yeah. all the all the woolies, like, the, the clean woolies, uh, it's like the two twins are, like, a two-headed woolly whatever the fuck they are their names are polly and esther oh <laughs> that's sweet 
<laughs> even like the name of the title, like the name of the game, it's it's technically called Bubsy in Claw's Encounter of the Furred Kind. Yeah. Like, all right, come on. Dude, it's I'm telling you right now, Keegs, if this game if this game was twenty percent better, it would be considered like a classic from the 16 absolutely i really it's there you can see like what he wanted to do it's there he was so close there is just something missing yeah yeah like and then and then obviously the big problem is like bubsy 3d which i've still never played but apparently it is yeah me neither i've I've only ever played the first two yeah i don't want to fucking even the second one i actually think the second game is better um, yeah, me too. But the, it, it's a lot more. The the levels aren't as uh, like left to right. It's a lot more like a explore the, yeah. the levels and, than the first one is. But yeah, but like, but then Bubsy 3D came along. It was so notoriously bad that I think his reputation was just sunk after after that. Yeah. Although I I am so tempted to play one of the new ones just to see. How fucking bad. Yeah, haven't they made like two new ones? I think so. Yeah, he like disappeared for like 15 years. Fucking and then insane. just out of nowhere made fucking what the shit? Why Bubsy? That's like insane that they're like, yeah, remember Bubsy? Let's make two new yeah, ones. Yeah, and it was like, no, nobody fucking remembers Bubsy. That's the problem. Although the thing about it is I th- I think people do. Like I'm I'm I when so when we record these chats uh, for remember the game, and I'm not talking to Keegs now. I'm just talking to the listeners. We record these well before I ever do like the infamous intro or anything like that. So I haven't seen any listener comments on this game or anything yet. But I'm very interested to see because I'll bet you, I'll bet you there's a lot of kids that rented because I remember the marketing for Bubsy when it came mm. out. They were like, this guy was gonna be the next coming. Like, oh he, yeah, it like, was crazy. Yeah. Like, maybe that's why the fucking gameplay sucks, because they spent their entire budget on magazine ads. Yeah, like, it was insanely aggressive marketing. Like, it was, like, it got crazy good reviews, too. Like, it, it reviewed insanely well. And, and the thing, you it know... But that before it came out. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I think part of the reason it reviewed well, too, is, like, back in these days, you know, obviously we didn't have YouTube to fucking watch clips and reviews of the like the reviews that we got back in the in the snes genesis era were, were images in magazines and this kind of mm. brings it back around to where we were when we started talking about this game uh it really looks stunning and so if you're a kid and you're reading the latest issue of fucking game pro or egm or whatever and you're flipping through and then you see this ad for this fucking cool, because he does look cool. This cool looking cat with this stupid shirt, but these bright, colorful fucking levels. It and and let's you know, let's be honest. A lot of people like cats. It uh, like there's a lot. They good cats are great. Uh, well, they're okay. I mean, I I don't hate cats. I'm just so allergic to them that they're tainted in my eyes. But I, you're right. Like I used to have a cat. I, I like cats. The like I understand how the marketing worked. Because you, I, dude, I fucking, I have played, I played this game today. I played this game in the last 12 hours and died. And I'm looking at images of it right now. And I'm like, dude, I kind of want to play that. That looks really fun. Like, 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 so I get how the marketing fucking paid off. It just, it really, it really kind of feels like a missed opportunity. I mean, he's got six games, so. Yeah. I mean, not like it's a one and done flop like a lot of those uh, mascot games were. 
No, you're right. Uh, it still doesn't mean it's fucking. I yeah, you're right. Call, actually, we can, we can close the book and call Bubsy a success. How? 16. That's a success. I never even thought about that. But, like, yeah, Gex the Gecko and goddamn Croc, that little fucking wiener Croc, and insert whatever animal mascot you want here, Arrow the Acrobat. Like, so many of them died yeah. on the vine. How is Bubsy? They, they, Bubsy even got a pilot for a cartoon. Yeah, yeah, he did. And fucking Rob Paulson was voicing him. Really? Yeah. If anyone doesn't know, Rob Paulson uh, was the voice of Raphael. Back in the '87 cartoon, I know he's done a hundred other things, but that's always yeah. what I think of is is Raphael. Yeah, he was going to be the voice of uh, Bubsy for the the cartoon. What could possibly go wrong? Fuck, that would have been so. I would have watched a Bubsy cartoon. <laughs> I, dude, and this is what I'm talking about. Like, this might be the single shittiest episode of Remember the Game ever because it's not even that good a game, but I still love it. I love this stupid cat. Oh, another thing uh, that is so clever is that you have nine lives when you start the game. Yeah, I I know it's a minor thing, but I I don't I mean I assume like that that's okay. Why I like that so much is partially because it's a cat, and partially because they were like, no one's gonna beat this game with three fucking lives. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, like like it's a good thing that they don't like the saying isn't cats have two lives, because yeah. this game would have been fucking dead. Um. Well, you like fucking sixteen levels. I, I just, I know, I don't get it. I don't, oh, and that I wanted to get back to that. Uh, we were talking about how big the levels are, and that's why I compare it to Earthworm Gym, because, like, Earth, I like the Earthworm Gym games a lot, too, but they're also very tough. And they're very, like, yeah. you can go left to right, up and down, you can fucking go wherever you want. And I will say that, like, well, I don't know if the levels in these games necessarily make sense, because you're in a village with a goddamn waterfall from the sky that looks like something from fucking Gilligan's Island or some shit. But you can also go like, you can also go like underground into caves that are full of spikes and sewer drains and taxis and raising water. Yeah. Like they don't make any sense, but there is a lot of exploration. And I remember that that's my standing memory of playing Bubsy is just exploring that first level. All, like going yeah, everywhere, same. those first couple levels, and just going all over the place. Yeah, it's like, oh, this seems too hard to fucking beat. So just keep playing these fun levels and just try and find everything in the levels. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like that was exactly because, like, I knew I wasn't going to. Plus, you have to collect fucking. You have to collect fucking 500 goddamn yarn balls. What a stupid fucking idea. 500. <laughs> what a stupid, stupid fucking idea. 500 yarn balls. Um,. <laughs> But I loved exploring it. Like, I would just play that first couple and just listen to them. Like, that was what I would do. And, like, looking back on it now, it seems like such a waste of time. But I would just put this cartridge in, turn it on, and just fuck around in those first couple levels. Because I don't remember there being any boss fights or anything. Uh, yeah, you had to, it was like uh, flying saucers. It was woolies and flying saucers. Oh, yeah, right. And they would just, like, throw shit at you, and you had to bounce on their head. Yeah, that's And that right. was literally every boss fight. Oh, God. It was either one or two saucers. Like flying saucers. What the fuck, man? You're right. <laughs> like, like, what? Like, you're not wrong. Yeah, not when great. You, what do you fucking call it? It was like wish.com yeah. uh, Sonic. Wish.com Sonic. Like, I'm looking at it right now, and it's just like, oh my God, what I wouldn't give to fucking talk to director John. Oh no, here, who is it? Uh, Michael Berlin. I would love yeah. to talk to this fucking guy. I'm just making yeah, sure well, he's not he said, dead. Uh, yeah, he 
he played Sonic the Hedgehog for 14 hours a day for a whole week before he started making Bubsy. I want to talk to him. Like, <laughs> I I just I'm so intrigued by Bubsy. I I feel like you could do like a like a YouTube documentary on Bubsy, and it would just be fascinating. Cause like you said, you nailed it. Like when you said like you can see what this guy was trying to do, and yeah, listen, dude, you you grew up in the you grew up playing these games just like me. There is so much so much crap from this era, like so much just shit shovelware garbage fucking oh, yeah. games, and I don't think Bubsy is that. Like I'm not no. saying it's, it's good. It's definitely a passion project that just kind of fell short. Yeah, you can Yeah, like you can see how badly he wanted this to be good. Like there's a lot of effort put into this game. It just it kind of like it I'm trying to say it in a way I don't want to sound disrespectful. It kind of plays like a game from someone that like didn't know how to make a video game. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like I'm not trying to be rude. But it just like it plays like someone that was like, I love video games and I I was always wanted to make one, but I don't really know what I'm doing. Like yeah. it it feels like it was never play tested. It wasn't balanced. They didn't. But it's. Oh. I've been dreading uh, this no, episode. They got play testers. I'm looking it up on Wikipedia. They got play testers. It was a bunch of fucking kids. <laughs> they had a they had a playable beta of the game. Gave the kids a bunch of pizza and pop and got them to play it. That was their playtest. Oh, test. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but you know what, though? At the same time, that's probably their demographic, right? Like, if I played this for the first time now as a 39-year-old, I would be like, this is fucking terrible. But I played it when I was, like, 10. And I and I was the exact, much like yourself, right? You said you guys used to rent it, like, that's exactly who they were aiming for. Like you didn't even care that it was good or bad. It was just fun to look at, fun to yeah. listen to. It is, dude. And like, let's call a spade a spade. When you're fucking just flying around that village, like collecting yarn balls and bouncing off woolies, it is fun. Yeah, it, exactly. It's just fun for like five minutes, and then you're like, "All right, I can't beat this." I'm gonna play <laughs> it. And I, I hate just. It really is a lot like Echo the Dolphin in that sense of like it is fun for five minutes, and then when you actually try to play it, you're like, "Holy fuck! How do you beat this?" Yeah, yeah, it's fun to run around and explore the first level, but trying to actually beat the game is fucking nightmare. Trying to, and you're pulling your teeth out. Yeah. Fuck! What could possibly go wrong? Everything, Bubsy. Fucking, <laughs> fucking everything, son. Well, are... the best is like you would have you would have a different line that you would say at the start of every level that would u usually be a joke, but some of them wouldn't even be jokes. You I would like just say something, and it's like that's not even a joke, Bubsy. It's not a pun. It's not a joke. It's not <laughs> even funny. Why are you saying it like it's a joke? I remember because I remember the beginning of level two. He goes, uh, "Did I mention I don't like heights?" <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> and it's like, no, but that doesn't matter. You're in a platformer, so you better fucking get used to it. Like, oh, Jesus. A bridge too fur is the name of level three. That's fucking more like a bridge too short. More like a bridge too short. That's right. And he always, I, <laughs> yes. And I don't, I, <laughs> and I don't remember. But they're so bad. They're so stupid, but that's why I love them. Me too. And it's like, and I don't know. And especially because like, Remember, dude, in the SNES like Genesis days, that was still novel. 
there's not a lot of games where you actually hear a character talk. You know, yeah. like, it was yeah, more like a bridge too short. And fucking, and he always like, I don't know if he had a lisp or if it was just the audio like on the Super Nintendo cartridge, but like, like he'd always be like, "Did I mention I don't like hike?" Like that's how he talked. It was more like a bridge yeah. too short, and it fucking it was so. <laughs> Fuck! What is and like some of the references, like it's like I think level six or seven, the good, the bad, and the woolies. And then his intro is like, "Well, it worked for Clint." <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> the the seven-year-olds that are playing this game aren't gonna know that reference. I want to know if he beats, like, if you beat the game. I wonder what he says. Like, I wonder. Like, I bet you they never even. This is one of those games where I'm like, I bet you there's not even an ending screen because they were just like, no one's gonna fucking beat oh, this. Oh, probably not. They just stopped. They were like, no one's going to beat this. I just, man, fucking Bubsy. I, 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 how many, so this is episode, I think this will be episode 222 when it goes live. We just finished episode 220 just went live when we're recording this. I think it's going to be episode 222. And I got to say in 222 podcasts, I've never just, I'm sitting here like, resting my chin on my hand with this fucking smile on my face, just looking at clips of this on the internet. And I'm like, this game, this game should get the echo, the dolphin treatment from me. <laughs> but I just love, I don't know. I guess maybe they did a good job designing the character because I just love Bubsy too much to yell at the stupid cat. I can't do it. I, I know it sucks. I know it sucks, but I, I can't do it. I turns out you're secretly a cat guy. I guess maybe I am fucking if I had a cat like Bubsy, actually a cat like Bubsy would fucking suck flying all over the place <laughs> and dying all of the goddamn time. Melting <laughs> off at me. Ripping up your shirt so you can get to the yarn. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Plus like every time anyone comes over to my house, they're like, why is your cat wearing that stupid shirt? I'm like, I don't fucking know. He won't take it off. It's, I don't know. Why an exclamation point? Like, why not just give him a white shirt? Why does it have to have this stupid exclamation point on it? Because it's something that just sticks in your brain, right? I guess so. I guess that's like attitude. I don't like I'm looking at the design of him and like he would have made a better cartoon show than he would have a cart a video game. Oh yeah. Have you watched the uh the pilot for the animated show? No. I, I forgot it existed until this episode. It, it's not good. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> but it, it's stupid and it's funny and I mean like that's that's all it was about. Yeah. What a dumb game. I don't know what else to say. I don't like I don't want to waste everybody's time and just ramble on for fifteen more minutes with a shitty podcast, but this might be this might be the first episode since I introduced the infamous intro where the infamous intro is longer than the fucking game chat. It might be, <laughs> but like, I've never, we're at 36 minutes right now. I've never lasted 36 minutes in this fucking game playing it. Like, yeah. you know, it's, I don't know what else to say. I it's, thought you were going to finish that sentence that you've just never lasted 36 minutes. Oh, I've never, I no. Fuck. <laughs> Anyone that lasted 36 minutes, you're not very good. Like 36 minutes? Get the fuck out of here. That's not, it's not even fun anymore. Now it's just chafing. That's no fucking good. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Are we done? Like, what else do it's we say? What, it's the worst episode ever. But I still, I, like, when you and I were talking, okay, I'll, listen, everybody, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna put all our fucking, you know me, I'm honest with our listeners. I'm gonna put all our cards on the table. Keegs and I are both doing 24 hour streams to raise money for extra life. 
this weekend. And I was like, dude, we need to do an episode together so that we can get you and you can plug your extra life and all that kind of stuff. And the simple fact remains, I'm running out of games that I've played enough to talk about on the show. I have to play more. And I am working on a whole bunch of games, but I sent Kings the list of games I had open. And he was like, dude, I fucking, I could do Bubsy. And I have wanted to do an episode about Bubsy forever. My plan was always just going to be, I was going to do it alone someday. Because I didn't think there was a single one of my friends that were lowbrow enough to have also played this shitty game as kids. <laughs> but then you stepped up. So I'm just going to be honest with everybody. We basically just killed 39 minutes talking about an awful game so that we could plug our 24-hour charity streams in the end. That said, I don't think this is the worst episode we've ever done. It, it's maybe it, it's, it's close. It's yeah, it's maybe bottom. <laughs> I still think Shaq Fu is the worst episode we've ever done. I hate that episode. I mean, that's just a shitty game. It is though. a shitty game. This listen. Okay, we're going to get ready to wrap this up. Um I'm just going to I'm going to I'm going to pose the question to you while I collect my thoughts. Kegs, is Bubsy a bad video game? Yes and no. It's not. It's not a bad video game. Shaxu is a bad video game. Bubsy is a fine video game. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, I guess at the end of the day, like, I guess it's really what it comes down to, right? Like, is a video game fun? That's what matters. Yeah. And. I've always said it many times. Like, I care about controls. I care about graphics. I care about story. I care about that. But, like, if a game is fun, I can look past everything else. As long as I'm having fun playing it, that's what matters. And you're right. I have fun when I play. I had fun playing it today. I'm like, it's not that good, but I have fun playing yeah. it. And if it's fun, then doesn't that make it good? That's the way I look at it. Yeah. I feel like. I feel like Bubsy got done dirty. I feel like he deserves a better video game than this. Oh, for sure. Like, what the fuck? What does this ad say? There's an ad from a magazine where he's like breaking through the print. What? I didn't approve this ad. This is defermation of character. Defermation. Or slander. Get my attorneys on the horn. Hey, is anyone listening to me? I want my mommy. What the fuck? I remember these ads from Archie. I just love that. Like, it's just stupid but i love it yeah i shouldn't love it but i do yeah me too all right uh, we're done i'm fucking i'm glad we did this <laughs> i can't wait for the inevitable bubsy 2 episode fuck me I'll um bubsy 2 is actually a good bubsy 2 is a good game bubsy 2 has got yeah, yeah there's a decent game there. bubsy 2 good game we're calling it now yeah absolutely bubsy right. 1 bad game but it's fun bubsy 2 that's a good Bu game. Yeah, Bubsy 1 is legitimately like a tragic tale. Like, that's how I would describe this game. It's a fun game. It's a tragic tale because it could have been great. All right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think, do we score it out of... Okay, so I'll, I'll give you... You're the guest. We either score it out of 9 because cats have 9 lives or we score it out of 500 because you need 500 yarn balls to get an extra life. 500 yarn balls All right. for sure. All right. Insane. All right. So if we're... <laughs> Fuck. If we're scoring Bubsy... <laughs> Claws encounter of the fur kind out of five <laughs> out of five hundred <laughs> I feel like remember the game jump the shark today. This was it. Like this, when this show is yeah. canceled, we'll look back at episode two hundred and twenty two and be like, that's where shit went wrong. Uh <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Um we could cover your shitty game, Bubsy. That's what could go wrong. Out of five hundred, what would you score fucking this stupid video game? 
Give them a stupid video game, 420 yarn balls out of five. Four, you're just high. 420. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> after this, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> after this. After this, get high, play some Bugsy. Yeah. 420, hey? Do you want to. That's a good evening. Do you want to elaborate on that or are you just going to lock it in and move uh, on? No, because like it, it's legitimately fun, but it's just the game kills you every chance you get. So it loses uh, 80 yarn balls. All right. That's for fair. being for killing you too much. Yeah, that's fair. And you will Otherwise, die. Perfect video game. And you will die at least once trying to grab eighty yarn balls. No question. So. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it like. I don't know, like three seventy-five. <laughs> it's fine. Well. Twelve. Yeah, twelve. Yeah, yeah. I'll give it like three seventy-five. Like it'd be like a seven out of ten. It's it's okay. It's just. It's just dumb, but it's it's okay. I I. I don't know what else to do. I just, I, you know what? It just, dude, it's just, I, I should rip it apart and I can't do it. I just like it too much. I can't do it. It's a yeah. guilty pleasure game. Same. Um, all right, there, we did it. I'm so glad we covered stupid Bubsy. I really am tempted to fucking, I really am tempted to try to reach out to this guy, Michael Berlin and see if I can talk to him about his fucking Bubsy. Well, he's 73. So yeah, but that's okay. He's, he's probably down to talk. He's yeah, probably but, not doing a whole lot these days. Yeah, what's he doing these fucking days? Um. Oh, okay, so wait a minute here. So after he developed Bubsy in Claw's Encounter of the Third Kind, he left the company because he wanted to work on his own business. However, he helped a little bit on the Bubsy TV pilot. So then he wasn't even involved in Bubsy 2, which was the good game. But then he came, <laughs> but then he came back for Bubsy 3D. Dude, this guy's a goddamn sicko. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck oh my god all right uh keegs uh this weekend i will be streaming for 24 hours but you are also gonna be uh suffering for 24 hours all for the children so i'm gonna shut yeah. up what are you what are you doing this weekend so uh we're old and we have a group uh that can't do 24 hours straight because of uh, other commitments so we're gonna be doing two 12-hour sessions, 12 hours on Saturday, 12 hours on Sunday. We're going to be playing some Pathfinder, which is just Dungeons & Dragons with more math. Uh, we're going to be playing some board games, uh, probably some Jackbox TV games and stuff. Uh, I don't know what we're doing for streaming yet, but we'll probably at least stream the Jackbox stuff okay. if anybody wants to pop by and check any of it out. Okay. Uh, I'll shoot Adam some links here. Yeah, there'll there'll definitely be links in the description of this podcast. And uh much like myself, you guys are raising money for the Stollery Children's Hospital here in Edmonton. Yeah. 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 Fuck yeah. Raising money for the Stollery. I just I don't have anything to give away like Adam does. Nah it doesn't. <laughs> no, but I don't think anyone donates for the giveaway. They give away like fucking they don't they donate because everybody likes kids. Except yeah. Bubsy. I don't I imagine Bubsy wouldn't he'd like cut kids up. I think he'd scratch them. But most people. I mean, I, if if you donate, I can give you a crisp high five. Beautiful, washed or unwashed hand, it's dealer's choice. Whichever you want, you're donating money to help sick kids. So God you want right. it washed? You want it unwashed? You let me know. But excellent. Yes. So check that out. There will be links in the description of this podcast with all the information. We're recording this episode almost two weeks out, um, basically two weeks out from these streams. So not all of the. I's are crossed and the T's are dotted yet, but we'll get there. We'll get all the details locked down. So by the time this episode goes live, 
uh, any information Keegs has sent me about his stream, you will definitely be able to find it in the description of this podcast. If you want to swing by and support a fellow hot dog and the children, because really that's what it's all about is the children. So, um, yeah. buddy, we made it. We did 45 minutes about goddamn Bubsy. I am. This I don't know is. How, but we did it. I don't know either. So fucking don't <laughs> worry, ladies and gentlemen. If you're listening to this, everybody, next week we'll cover a good game. I promise. Um, actually, I, think I we, wouldn't make that promise. No, actually, I think next week we're talking the Mortal Kombat movie. So that might actually be. Is that worse than Bubsy? I haven't watched it yet. Is that worse than Bubsy? The movie? Yeah. Uh, yes and no in different ways. All right. <laughs> Well, I'll be the judge. I'll be the judge. I, I'm gonna. I'm expecting to dislike it more than I dislike or mislike, not dislike. I'm expecting yeah. to mislike I mean, it more than this game. I like the Mortal Kombat movie, but same thing. It's not a good movie. It's just fun. Right. Fair enough. Um, that's how I feel about Venom. I love Venom, even though everybody hates that movie. I love Venom. So I like the first movie. Yeah, it was fine, right? It was stupid, but anyway, we that's that'll well that'll be for another day. Um, buddy, thank <laughs> you so much for giving me a call and talking about one of the dumbest video games that we've ever covered, but nevertheless, still a good game in Bubsy Claws Encounters of the Third Kind. Thanks for doing this, Keys. I appreciate it. All right, thanks for having me, buddy. That's going to do it for this week's episode. Keeks, thank you so much for giving me a call and talking Bubsy. And all of you for listening, not only for listening to whether this was your first or your 222nd, you know the spiel I always say, uh, not only for taking a chance on my podcast, because I know there's a lot of retro gaming podcasts out there, but for fucking getting us to the Bubsy episode. I feel like we did it. I, I'm like, if the show ends tomorrow, I, admittedly, I swear to God, admittedly, there was a time where I was like, I'm going to end the show with a Bubsy episode. Obviously, that's not the case because we'll be back next week. But I'm so glad we fucking covered Bubsy. Uh, and far more importantly, do not forget that this weekend, both myself and Keegs will be running 24-hour streams to raise money for the old Stollery Children's Hospital here in Edmonton, a very important hospital to all the people across Alberta. They help so many kids. It's a world-class foundation. Doesn't matter if you live near Alberta or not. If there's one thing I feel like everyone can, we can't agree on politics, vaccines, fucking global warming, whether or not the planet is a circle or a sheet of paper or fucking anything else. But I think we can all agree that sick kids is a terrible thing. So if you want to come by either of our streams, go to the description box of this podcast to find Keeg's information or go to rememberthegamepodcast.com for my information. Saturday to Sunday. 8 a.m. through 8 a.m. this weekend. I'll be at twitch.tv slash member the game trying to raise $15,000 for the Stollery. Donate 20 bucks or more. You'll be entered to win some prizes. I'll be running an auction to appear on the show as my guest. Should be a really good fucking time. And even if you don't want to donate, just come by and say hi because I need people to keep me awake for 24 fucking hours. It's a long goddamn time. I'm almost 40. 24 hours awake is a long time. Uh, so come by and hang out. I'd really love to see you this weekend. That's going to do it. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow with Expansion Pass 136 for our Patreons where we will be talking about uh, the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X after the first two years of their existence. I'll do Game Patch on Friday, and I'll be back next week with a whole other slab of podcasts, including Remember the Game number 223, which is going to be about the Mortal Kombat movie from 1995. I finally watched it. I have a lot to say. And if you want to know what I think about it, you're going to have to download the fucking podcast. All right. I'm going to thank some patrons and get out of here. Hopefully I'll see you this weekend for my 24 hour stream. Thanks a lot for listening everybody.
What could possibly go wrong? Remember the Game is brought to you by our Patreons. I could not puke up all the content I churn out every week without all of your support. The following people are at the Senior Executive Vice President level or higher at patreon.com slash rememberthegame. They have the code red clearance. And as such, I am contractually obligated to say their names as quickly and insincerely as humanly possible. So a huge thank you to... Makeshift Mallow Magic Money, Joe Buck, Sharonic, Andre, Seymour Butts, James Clark, King Bahamut, Dave McGee, DNA Gaming, Slick Rick, Doug Dorn, Charlie Medeiros, Andrew Wright, Jordan Fraser Burns, Little Buddy Fufu 89, Angry Ticks, Dave Thompson, No One Cares, Aaron Lawson, Nathan Trombley, A Town, Morgan Zane, Donovan Ryan, Kitchen, Mike Maloney, GDI, PSX, Mercury869, Wolfgang Darren, Sam Wright, Andy Hudson, Doogie, Wolf Magic 21, Johnny CCDC, Joe LeBlanc, Squints, Titan 420, Zonko 504, Russell Aldridge, Jet Bergeron, Captain N. Dude, when I do it like that, I get dizzy. OT plays games, Daniel Tunable Power, John Woodruff, Randy Barrett's just a fish DP pooper. <laughs> uh, I can't get past that one. Dizalo Holmes, Zach Shepard, Chris Dickin, Matthew D'Amico, Frosty Feet 492, Triple, Chugger 22, Elijah Burns, Stephen Parnell, Ray Sam Wontonga, DBXJ, Jameer Williams, Steve Dalk, Bob, We Had a Baby, It's a Boy, Mizuru, Nicholas Chaffee, David Marcus, Phil Lencher, Ruben Elizald, Eric James, Riley Turvey, Jake Carter, Laces Out Dance, Eastpin, Thomas Smith, Nicola, Munch Makuchi, Leroy Westridge, Dark Squall, Jerry the 3D Printed Sostritz, Russell, whose last name I can't say, Evolva, Sean Ramos, DB Cooper, Stud Still Smash, Mojo the Helper Monkey, Brant Hewitt, Gabe Dan Fuselman, Fuzzy 99, Decoy Man, John Jameson, Wyatt the Surgeon, who's not a surgeon, Row, Blaine the Hoagie Man, Scary Terry, Bucky Duck, Edridge FBV, Hagel Waffle, High Plains Drifter, Kayach, Timothy Joe Stone, Chris Williams, Oroku Saki's Gardener, Cody Richardson, General Fury, Them Boys on the Roof, Current, Remember the Game, Hall of Famer Mark McHugh, John of the Adult Children Podcast, Matt Hamilton, Nomad, Daniel DeVore, DeVore, sorry, Daniel, James Black, Drugs Bad MK, Sam Carpenter, Nerdy Hybrid, Adam Fletcher, Colin Bollinger, Lucas, Joey Mercury, Theorant, Squeak Nuts, Isaias, Timmy the Exuberant Turtle, Brian Neese, Christian Gabriel, Maverick, Marty, Musty Beetle, Bud Lightyear, Beef Dingleberry, Michael Bougeart, Barjou Hitchy Poo, Arctic Fission, Romaldo Marquez, Bulma Simp, Mark But Not McHugh, Ben Molly, Ben Malloy, pardon me, Trevor McKee, Quiet Place Queen, Cam Nelly 23, Zamato, Skillerooney, Angelo Leonardo, Lugnut, Scott Weiss, Oh My God It Froze, Bobby Litton, Brandon DeZebo, Roger Russell, I fucking die. Dude, I get really dizzy when I try to run them really quick like this. Whew. Roger Russell, Kia Pup, Knife Goes In, Guts Come Out, Works For Me, McGrathen, Heman Demon, James Sanabria. Derek Cox, Dakota Guy, Alexander Camps, Toad Spit, Ryan Perry, Alex, Alex R, It's the Bigfoot, Graham, Itchy Nutsaru, Mr. Papa Giorgio, John Drew, Solomon Soto, Darth Skywalter, Denton Van Zandt, Postman, West Gen, that sounded like a rap, Nick Creature, Hattrick Swayze, Adam Martinet, Black Widow, Naf E, The Big Deal, Tone Bone Swiss, and Kevin Monroe. Thank you all so much, everybody. If I fucked up your name, wear it as a badge of goddamned honor. Talk to you later, everybody. Cheers, Purple Monkey Dishwasher.